Ladies and gentlemen, it's Lawrence Jackson Jr., a.k.a. the Fantasy Football Lord. You're now tuned into the Lord Don't Lose podcast. Work, 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 work. That's hard work, that's hard work, that's hard work, yeah. That's hard work, that's hard work, that's hard work, yeah. That's hard work, that's hard work. Mama, I hope this help, I'm just praying on my work. Hard work, baby, that's all we know. Welcome to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast. We're back right here, episode 41. I appreciate y'all listening today, then morning, this afternoon, whenever you're getting into this here. We we on week 11 now, man, and it's uh it's moving, man. It's moving like an ass car race down. Now we in the we in the final stretch run of the uh fantasy football regular season. And uh you just gotta make sure you uh uh cross your T's and dot your I's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh if you in the playoff hunt, you know, you on the fringe, you might be four and six, three and seven, five and five, somewhere around there. I got I got a couple teams in that range as well. Uh you gotta make sure you prepare. Um, you know, uh a lot of wild stuff happening in the NFL on the weekend as always. DeAndre Hopkins made one of the best catches I've personally seen in recent history i can't even think of one off the top of my head but uh you know how it go man that that's the lead. great throw by kyler murray as well the the ability to escape the sack uh retreat make the throw walk walk touchdown win cardinals um uh, hell me on the fantasy front man uh <laughs> the week week 10 i won every single one of my fantasy matchups this week I went by 500. Uh, I lost one of my PPR matches by four points, dog, because Cordero Patterson returned a kickoff for a touchdown. That's it. <laughs> so, it, it, and and not only that, all right, not only that, in another league, half PPR, right, I lost again by four points. Because DeAndre Hopkins decided to make the greatest catch of the 2020 NFL season. And that's just how fantasy rolls sometimes, man. But, you know, it is what it is. So if you're feeling, if you're feeling pissed off something like that happened to you, you know it done happened to me too. <laughs> uh, we, we, got a, we got a little show for y'all today. As you know, we're going to get it popping, man. I'll discuss... The top five NFL MVP candidates to date, as of today, right now, through week 10. You know what I'm saying? This is my list. I think it's a pretty good list based on, you know, team success, individual success, all rolled up into one. We'll talk that. I'll also get into fantasy football players. You should be trying to get off the waivers or trying to trade for right now and in its not going to be the type of players you think, but it's very important, especially if you're above 500 or right at 500 in your leagues. Then, as usual, we'll get into the week 11 waiver wire priority pickups for this week. So let's go ahead and get into this thing, folks. All right, so last week I put up on my uh, Instagram, Twitter, all my social media accounts, I put up my current top five MVP candidates. Uh... Going into week 10, right, I had uh, Dalvin Cook at number 5 because he literally running this team to victories. I had Alvin Kamara at number 4. I had Russell Wilson at number 3, right? 
Aaron Rodgers at number two, and Patrick Mahomes at number one. Big-ass change in my list as of today. And uh, these players is... uh, These players are definitely well-deserving as of right now. Um, But the list is different. Uh, So right now, for MVP headed into Week 11, I got Alvin Kamara, Saints are 7-2. Kamara, 67 receptions, almost 1,200 all-purpose yards, 12 TDs. Drew Brees is hurt. They continue to win, and he continue to carry the offense. You know what I'm saying? He can't be denied. Uh, Number four, Big Ben Roethlisberger, 9-0, playing better than what even you would think. Uh, prior to this season, got him at nine and zero, twenty two TDs up against only four interceptions. Number three, Kyler Murray has the Cardinals at six and three, has more, has accounted for more touchdowns than any player in the NFL to date. Six hundred and four rushing yards on top of his twenty three seventy five passing. At no, my top two does not change. I got Aaron Rodgers at number two. Uh, leading the league in quarterback rated 26 TD to 3 interception ratio. Then at number one is Pat Mahomes. He stayed the same on his bye, and uh, that's just how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's that's current, and, and I'll give my reasons why. Uh, now, who the guys who bumped out of my top five currently is Russell Wilson and Dalvin Cook. A player that's admitted is uh, Tom Brady. Uh, and this is why what what he done versus the Panthers is pretty much what we expected, right? You know, we, we expect after the after he played bad against the Saints the week before, we expected him to come out guns a blazing uh, against the Panthers, who you know they ain't that good, man. And then let's just be honest, man. He 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 was. He was stat padding a little bit. They didn't need that touchdown pass to Grunt. But it's cool. But it's but but Brady is right outside my top five. But I got Kamara, man. He he's 67 catches. Uh <laughs> he's amongst the league leaders in that. Um uh, eleven hundred seventy eight all purpose yards, eleven total TDs, uh second to only Dalvin Cook. Now the thing about Alvin Kamara is the Saints are still seven and two. And, uh, you know, they lost Drew Brees mid-game. Jameis Winston comes in. They're working with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Alvin Kamara wasn't even effective in the run game. Only eight carries for 15 yards versus the Niners. But as we all know, uh, he rivals Christian McCaffrey for the best receiving running back in the game. So he he got uh, seven catches for 83 yards. Seven catches for 83 yards, and he made his mark there leading the Saints and receiving, all the while scoring three total touchdowns. He's carrying that offense. He has been all year. He's the running back. If there's any running back that should be in this conversation right now, it is him. Big Ben. Uh, he. It's about time Big Ben start getting some MVP consideration. Uh, 22 touchdowns, four interceptions. Most importantly, the Steelers are 9-0 and and way ahead of one of the toughest division, divisions in the NFL, right? He, they got a three-and-a-half game lead. They got a three-and-a-half game lead on uh, on the Baltimore Ravens now. Uh, so they, they are uh, do, they doing what they're supposed to do. You see the difference in the Pittsburgh Steelers in having Ben Roethlisberger. 
They went 500 last year with Duck Dodgers and, and Mason Rudolph. Now they 9-0. He deserves to be in this conversation. Kyler Murray, uh, why he is number three, despite the fact that he only has 17 touchdown passes and eight interceptions? Well, he's ran for 600 yards, and he's gotten 10 touchdowns on the ground. And let's just be honest, he just had an MVP moment. Everybody talking about hell. Murray right now. They talking about Murray Magic right now. It can't be denied. DeAndre Hopkins, who made the greatest catch of this season and probably of the past few seasons, right? He said it's still K1 for MVP. Um, He's beating the Bills now, who also have Josh Allen, who's another guy who's outside of my top five at MVP, right outside of it. He's beating Russell Wilson in the Seahawks. He's getting some signature wins. As the weeks go, he's starting to be forgiven for those losses to the uh, the Lions and the Panthers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got off to a slow start versus the Jaguars. He got it together, did his thing. Having an exceptional year right now, man. 26 TDs to three picks, man. It's undeniable. Leading the league in quarterback rating. And Pat Mahomes was just chilling on his bye week. Uh, just checking everything out. Just checking out the scene. And he's still number one in my book. Um, leads the league in QBR. He about to come. And they got the Raiders again. He's looking for revenge. So that that's my top five MVP candidates going into week five. Mahomes, Rodgers, Murray, Big Ben. And Ivan Kamara. Alright, moving along now. I ain't going to be talking about how I lost a fantasy match to somebody who started Jordan Howard. That pissed me off. Instead, <laughs> instead I'm going to talk about players you should be trying to acquire or pick up if they, if, if they still in the wire. Uh, as you head into the crucial weeks right now of the fantasy football playoffs. Listen, if you're a top team in the league... If you're one of the top, if you're in the middle, you know, you don't always have to go for the big fish. You don't always have to look to the bottom tier teams and try to take their big fish. That's cool and all. I'm not against that. I'm very much pro doing that. However, a lot of guys be stubborn because, you know, they team sorry as hell. So you can't get them. This is who you should be trying to get. Make sure you have the handcuffs for your big fish running backs, right? We just saw, not that David Johnson is a big, big fish, but, you know, he was a starting running back and he was getting touches and repetitions and snap counts. And he got hurt. He got a concussion. And Duke Johnson was on all these waiver wires. But, you know, if you had him already backing him up, you were good. You didn't have to try to fight for him you know what i'm saying if you are in that position you got your zeeks you gotta go get tony pollard man you gotta you gotta go get that guy if you gotta tie Gurley, you gotta have brian hill they don't always have to be the top of the top running backs i'm still seeing alexander madison on waiver wires if you have dalvin cook he should be on your roster right now. You don't want to. You don't want to lose out on that. You know what I'm saying? Dalvin Cook done took you this too far, for just in case if something happened to him, for you to get nothing. You know what I'm saying? 
Those are the players. And if you see somebody with some of those type of players on their roster, you could get them for cheap. Those guys ain't going to start these guys, man. If you got Aaron Jones, you should have Jamal Williams. It's that time. It's that time right now. Now, when you got players and committees, it's not going to work. If you got Drake situation or Edmonds, those players have their own standalone value. You're not going to get those. Well, you could get them, but it's more expensive. And to even higher extent, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That's a different situation. But if you have your RB1 and your RB2 and, you know, and, and, and the handcuff for that player is just hanging out there, go for them. If you can't trade for a big fish for another team, make sure you secure yourself in your running back position as you head into the playoffs. I, I think that's real important. And, uh, you should definitely explore that. Now, on the other hand, if you if if you two and eight, if you one and nine, three and seven, <laughs> don't be mad. Don't be mad. Just compete. Ruin somebody else playoff chances. Don't mess up the lead by not setting your lineups. Don't do that. Don't don't be a little softy. Don't be a little sore loser or weak ass. Stay competitive. Finish the season. And go get him next year, Tiger. <laughs> All right, now let's talk some waiver wire priority pickups for week 11. Uh, I'll start with the quarterbacks. Jameis Winston back on the radar, baby. Fantasy football darling. Was a top five quarterback last year in fantasy, despite the fact that he threw three interceptions. 30, I thought about to say three. 30 interceptions. Still is a top five fantasy quarterback last season now. He will be entrenched as a starter uh, for the New Orleans Saints. They'll now have some time to prepare for the week, the mid-game. He's got the Falcons coming up. And overall, it's a decent decent playoff schedule for the Saints. Uh, He knows the Falcons well. Um, If he's learned anything and he's cut down on these turnovers, that that could be a nice little steal there. Uh, another quarterback you want to check out is Cam Newton. He he was a he was a late round draft pick early in the season. Fell off when they when the Patriots started losing, but coming up he's got a couple of teams that'll give up some points on. He's got Houston home versus Arizona, and uh, at the L.A. Chargers. All right, his next three matchups. That's a quarterback who could pop right back into the fantasy scene. And then you got Derek Carr, who's facing the Chiefs this week as a quarterback streamer. Remember, he lit up he lit up the Chiefs uh, a few weeks back to give them their only loss, dropping 40 points on them boys. Uh, he's always a nice streaming option. People seem not to want to commit to him full season, so he always on and off the waiver wire. But those three quarterbacks you could pick up, Winston, Newton, Derek Carr, as far as running back, I think this is... Uh, I think this is everybody top uh, running back waiver priority, or it might be you know it might be either one of these guys. Salvan Ahmed, uh, the Miami Dolphins took 21 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. Um, he is clearly the guy with uh, Gaskins and Matt Breida being out. They leaned on him heavily. Undrafted rookie, he out there, he was hungry and he ran pretty smooth. 
uh, him and Tua putting the offense on their back. And then for the team they played against the Los Angeles Chargers, Kalen Balage was a guy that the Miami Dolphins had no interest in tackling, and he now looks to be like the main ball carrier. Uh, I don't see how they go away from him. Even like when, when Eckler comes back, and they always like to keep, when Eckler's on the field, they like to keep another running back to uh, go with him. That should be Kalen Balaj uh, over Josh Kelly. Even though Kelly got the touchdown, Balaj was way more effective. He was just a big bust to tackle, bit strong dude. And it might have had something to do that he was going against the Dolphins, who ain't won him, over Jordan Howard, who was started against me in the league. And that team beat me, but he cool. Wide receivers, gotta go, my boy Jakeem Grant. I, uh, I I I typed his name on Twitter and, and and put a little picture of him up under before the games on Sunday. He delivered with four catches for forty three yards and a touchdown. Now I did think he would have a bigger game, but he still got more opportunity with Preston Williams on short term IR. Tua looks his way often. Uh, he was. He almost had two touchdowns. Tua was uh, overthrew him a little bit, but uh, Jakeen Grant is a guy you want to pick up. And and you know what? People still might not be taking him serious. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. I think they'll one go without saying. Uh, seven catches, hundred and one yards. Uh, they're transitioning uh, to this guy. Uh, Hilton's just he he he's he been on the decline. Uh, and he been playing, you know. Uh, Michael Pittman, the rookie, finally making his mark. Then at tight end, you want to look uh, check out Herb Smith, who he were hurt last night. He was out of last night's game versus the Bears, but the week prior he had two touchdown catches. And you can also check out Dalton Schultz. Cowboys were on a bye. The week prior he saw nine targets. You know if you. <laughs> Cyrus, if if you struggling at tight end, ah, you go for those guys. But like I said uh, last week, if you don't got Kelsey, man, you just praying for the touchdown. That's it. That's it. Good luck in your fantasy, man. Check it out. Uh, check out. Check it out. That's all I got for y'all today, man. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Until next time, folks, we about this thing. Work, 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 that's hard work. That's hard work. That's hard work. Yeah. Work, work.